0: going on guys your host your boy george mckay back in studio again today pre-recorded and i couldn't think of a better person to have on the show to kick off the new year he's my paisan he's been on the show before he is the new school wrestling current sorry current new school wrestling champion he's also affiliated with superkick crossbody i've talked to him before i'm not going to waste any time welcome alessandro del bruno back to straight talk wrestling
1: oh george how we doing <laughs> I'm doing good with right, the dog uh, in advance. And so okay. the dog is going to be barking off the storm. That's okay. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be the first one of the year. And, uh, yeah, thank you for the great introduction. This is, uh, this is a lot of fun. Let's do well, it. Well,
0: I, I got to give props to the Godfather. I got to make <laughs> sure I do it properly and I do it right. Cause if yep. I don't, I'm going to have a lot of people on me. Plus I might be sleeping with the fishes and I don't want that to happen.
1: Oh yeah. You don't want that. You don't want that.
0: <laughs> so. Del Bruno, last time I had you on the show, we had talked a lot about, you know, your history. Uh, You had recently just got married and um, we talked about the dog that is now currently barking. And uh, we had a great conversation. And um, I was actually looking forward to a match with you at the start of this year. It was supposed to be at the Crossbody We March Forward show. It was supposed to be you versus your like idol, Alex Shelley. The guy that kind of got you into this business. And then obviously this worldwide pandemic that we know now, going almost a year into it now by the time this interview drops, uh, COVID-19 struck and the world just stopped. And you, you unfortunately could not have that dream match. I mean, every wrestler hopes to be able to step in the ring with one of their idols, their icons. And you have Mm -hmm. that opportunity knocking at the door. And I hate to drudge up bad feelings. And if I do, I apologize. But I have to ask, (laughs) how was, I mean, how was having that brass ring in front of you and then unfortunately having a worldwide
1: pandemic pull it away? Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I said it didn't suck. But uh, at the same time, I know there's a part of me that no one took it away from me and it was out of anyone's control. Um, I know that I deserved that position that I was put in and the match was obviously set to happen in March and only a worldwide pandemic could actually prevent that from happening. So if that's what it's going to take, unfortunately, Shelly's not Canadian. So we couldn't make that happen uh, post-March um, maybe in the pandemic. Cause obviously, as you know, he's one of the talents that's capable of wrestling uh, during this time. So, Unfortunately, he's on the other side of the border and uh, we can't get it done until everything hopefully goes back to normal, whatever that looks like and uh, whenever that's going to be. But, uh, you know, I've been in this business a long time, so I know uh, matches don't happen until you're behind the curtain. So anything could happen, anything could change. And obviously being a dream match is a little bit harder, uh, but uh, I, I didn't hold my breath, although the match graphic is always great to see. I didn't hold my breath until the actual moment that it was going to happen. And when it got announced that a worldwide pandemic was going to stop it, I was like, "Hmm, well, that's just the way the business works. And that's the kind of things that can happen in this business. So,
0: Yeah. And I think that's the right attitude to have. You can look at that graphic and you can say that this one day will happen. Uh, Alex Shelley knows who you are. I'm sure he does. And if he doesn't, that match does happen. He's going to get an education. Because, uh, yeah, like we yeah. talked in our last interview, you have some of the best kicks in the business, and uh, when it. you kick, people remember. I remember. I've
1: never yeah. been kicked by you, but I remember. <laughs> yeah, no. I, during the whole process, um, Shelly reached out to me, um, so we had a chat online. So we're definitely we definitely know who each other are. Obviously, I do a lot, <laughs> but he knows who I am. He knows what I'm capable of. He's seen my stuff, and he's was just as excited as I was to get it done. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. But I, I have faith that, that it will happen before uh, we both wrap it up.
0: Oh, 100%. But how cool was it for you? I mean, I don't know if you keep up on the Impact product, but how cool was it for you to see the Motor City Machine Guns return in April and steal the titles, not steal, earn the titles from the North, who are two guys you know very well as well?
1: Yeah, no, that was super cool. You know, like a bunch of us actually were watching that happen uh, together when we saw it happen. And yeah, I mean, as much as I love Shelly, probably more so out of uh, a lot of people in the group uh, in Ontario, uh, there's a lot of people that have been influenced by them and save it included, the Motor State Machine Guns and Josh and, uh, Page are a perfect example of that. They obviously looked up to them, especially as a tag team um, coming up in this business. So I'm sure that was a thrill just as much as it was for me, for them um, watching. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed seeing that and then getting that opportunity, especially during this time. So
0: do you mark out a little
1: bit when you see stuff like that?
0: Are you still are you still a hardcore fan when you see stuff like that? Did you did your face kind of go, oh, my God, they're back. Like, did you did you mark out a little bit when that happened?
1: Um, no, I mean, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, you know, like, I don't want to be that guy. But I just think it's pro wrestling and everyone, you know, comes around sometimes, especially when you're that good, like when you're a Saban and Shelly, and you're such a well known tag team, and you guys like, they're, they're the pioneers of, you know, independent tag team wrestling before there was guys like the young bucks, they, they started blending that Japanese style with all the indie style, and they kind of were the pioneers. So eventually, you know, when these guys are that good, and in a in a in an industry that's just exploding like it is right now, uh, they're eventually going to come back as a tag team, and that was a only a matter of time. So I wouldn't say I got I went crazy for that moment, but I, yeah, I was excited definitely because I I always love to watch them, but I, definitely not a, a markout moment for me, but just an expected moment.
0: I had a mark out moment that night because I'm a hardcore Good Brothers fan. I actually had them on the show, and even though I knew they were coming, when I saw them step into an impact yeah. ring, I was like, "Oh my god, they're here!" And then when yeah. I had them on the show, like I don't know if you saw the interview, I was like a, I was like a schoolgirl fan. I'm I sitting didn't. there, I'm like, "Oh my god, it's you guys! Oh, yeah? It's you guys! I love you guys! You guys
1: are awesome!" Yeah, maybe it would have, and maybe it would have had a different effect on me if there was fans and I could have heard that reaction that they got as well um but uh, i don't i don't know i just that's how i kind of felt about the moment and i was definitely happy to see them back and being active though definitely
0: well let's actually talk about that you segue perfectly so this is why i love having you on the show because you you read my mind before i get a chance to speak it uh in the world we do exactly exactly <laughs> so um right now we can't have crowds but a lot of creativity yeah. is shining through but being a wrestler oh, yeah. And having that crowd, which is kind of that extra adrenaline shot when the match turns on you or when, you know, you kind of got that moment where the other wrestlers taking over. It's the crowd that can give you that second or third win or wind, if you will, if needed, that extra shot of energy to get you over the hump to finish the match. You've wrestled in front of Mm -hmm. no crowds and we'll get into that in a little bit. But what, what I know there's a difference. I mean, it's a stupid question to ask, but for you inside the ring. How much more different is it not having that crowd?
1: Yeah, I mean it, it's definitely different. Um, uh, being quite honest, it, a lot hurts more because your adrenaline is not is not through the roof as it is with a crowd. Um, you know, aspects of the match where you can turn on a dime and feel out the crowd and and decide whether you go right or left with how you're laying out the match and and uh things like that it it does play a huge factor uh but for me it's something that i've just i mean i haven't wrestled a ton with no crowds or anything like the guys that are on tv and stuff like that but for me so far i've uh, been able to navigate it uh in a way of uh, a learning process um like there's been a couple things that i watched back during quarantine of my own stuff um And I I realized that I want to focus on improving on. And I know this time, knowing that these shows aren't in front of crowds, that I can improve on those without the crowd in there that I need to. And then when I come back with the crowds, I know that those those skill sets are going to shine through.
0: No, that's, and I think that's the best way to do. You might as well make every experience a learning experience. And um, like I said at the beginning of the show, so much creativity has kind of come through with not being able to have crowds, that there have been so many great things. And one of the great things for the summer for Ontario Indie fans was something that you were affiliated with, uh, Backyard Pro Canada. I watched every single episode. Um, One of my personal favorite episodes where your character was Alex Scott, the forgotten property brother. And um, you had that awesome triple threat with Steve Brown and Scotty O'Shea who there were there they yeah. had their alternate egos as well. But my favorite part of the match was the beginning of, on the roof. You're sitting there with the hammer, and then you stand up and you go, waterproofing is essential. And the match starts now. And you die, and you did <laughs> all of this in a blazer yeah. and jeans. I gotta give you credit for that. Anytime I see somebody wrestling jeans, 110 respect. Respect because it ain't easy to wrestle yeah. in, in shorts and spandex. No. How the fuck can you do it in jeans? <laughs>
1: got some stretchy jeans on there you go um, no yeah that was a great time uh, obviously as everyone knows Vaughn uh, came up with that was his brainchild which is was awesome thing for all of us just to kind of keep keep our sanity honestly uh, having that such a great project to work on was uh, was a lot of fun and getting to work with like two of my best friends was obviously a no-brainer. At first, I, I wasn't too sure about it all, honestly. When Vaughn messaged me, I was like, eh, uh, I don't know if I want to do something like this. But then, like you watch it evolve and and you know all the great work he put into it and the time he put into it, it's obviously it was a no brainer to be a part of. And uh, I was glad that we could probably be a part of it. And it was fun to actually be like uh, uh, the main event of it. Like there was all such great guys and great characters on the shows. And uh, me, Steve, and uh, Kurt, there we got to, we got to have a little fun.
0: You did, you did. You actually got to. I don't know if it's a bucket list moment for you, but you got to stick a power drill where a lot of people don't get to stick power drills. So,
1: uh, I don't know, check mark. I guess yeah. in a weird. <laughs> oh yeah, check mark, check mark. Uh,
0: and that if anybody doesn't good. know, if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, backyard pro. All the stuff is up on YouTube. Go check it out. This is uh. I believe it's season one, episode two, that this particular match takes place. Episode two or three. Yeah. But it uh yeah, it's it's hands down 20 minutes of hilarity mixed in with six episodes of all kinds of hilarity. You could see somebody like one of the baddest dudes in the game, the walking weapon, in fishnet stockings. Yes.
1: Yeah. You can. Yeah, there was every- yeah. we had they had it all. They had they, it all. They it really, great.
0: really fucking dead, man. <laughs> yeah. Not everything but the kitchen sink. But I'm sure if Vaughn could have incorporated it, he would have hundred percent 100 100 a couple other things you've been doing uh super kick they came back they're doing the internet show you've been doing stuff with that as well and um you had a couple great matches there but one thing i do want to touch on is a uh, new school wrestling they actually are mm-hmm. back they are doing a lot of ippv uh, uh internet pay per views which are great uh price points fantastic it's like 14 bucks uh you had one actually last week so we're recording this in the second weekend of december you had one in the first week of december and um it was uh homecoming and um you versus. I think it was homecoming like I said I'm fighting a head cold today no everybody don't worry it's not COVID it's just a head I
1: can't remember name shows yeah I can't remember name shows but yeah we've had well we we um NSW had I think it was yeah one outdoor show at the beginning or like middle July or August when it was nice weather outside. And then we moved indoors to the eye pay-per-views with no crowds, obviously. And, uh, there was one with me and, um, Johnny D. Mm -hmm. And then there was one recently that you're, um, talking about with, uh, Carter Mason. Carter Mason.
0: And that one was, uh, uh, that was the great pay-per-view. The whole card was fantastic, but that match was the match for me. Uh, both former guests of mine, both good friends of mine, uh, coming to blows. And it's hard for someone who knows both of you so well to sit there and go, I want to cheer for you, but I also like you. And that was a great kick, but uh, what a great counter. And, uh, it really does, but you retained and you and Carter Mason had hands down, uh, the match of the night, in my opinion, uh, one of the best matches I've seen this year. And I'll put my stamp on that. Uh, you guys left it all out there. And um, the the great thing was that you both looked fantastic. You looked like a couple guys who had not been out of the game, forced out of the game because of a pandemic. Yes, you've wrestled here and there, but you haven't been fluid. You haven't had that fluidity that you need in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Even when I talked to Josh Alexander, who's had the privilege of, of wrestling during this time, he's told me, dude, wrestling for two, three days a week, then taking four days off and going back and doing it again, it's actually worse for you than wrestling every day if you're wrestling every day, your body's conditioned, you have that thick skin, you can take those bumps. But if you're wrestling once yeah. every couple of weeks, you can't keep that your, your body's going to hurt every time because you're not consistent right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, uh, you know, I want to start by saying that NSW has just done incredible things and for you to say, that you, me and Mason were, was your favorite match of the card. I appreciate that because there was a lot of great matches. I feel that um, NSW during this time and at the tail end, before we went into quarantine, a lot of guys there, especially our um, younger guys, but have been stepping up their game. And I really noticed um, the improvement with the actual card lineups of every show that's been improving, but as well as the performances by all the guys there. So and you know all respect to those guys and but yeah and I mean I think you're definitely right and uh from what you heard from Josh is definitely right as well um noticing how I feel the next two days after the breakups and in between are much different from what it was before quarantine uh the body and it's nothing to do with my age or anything like that I know that I just know my body and it's and it's because of the long period of breaks. Um, but for me, I, I I appreciate your words. I I feel like I've had injuries in the past as well, and I feel like whenever I take long period breaks, I feel when I get back into the ring, like I I don't want to say uh, I'm just right back in it. I I know what I'm doing and stuff like that. But I just feel like this is something I've been doing for so long, so my body knows how to react to things. And, and I just feel very confident every time I go back into the ring, whether I'm off for six months, eight months, it doesn't matter what it is for me. I, when I go back into the ring, I just, I think my confidence gets stronger. So for me, I feel like I've been getting better during quarantine, even though I've only had five performances that during this, these months, I feel like my confidence is definitely through the roof and, uh, I'm definitely, um, getting better at the little things that I wanted to tweak uh, in my uh, in my uh, performances every month.
0: Well, I get, like I said, you, you didn't seem like you missed the beat. Uh, the kicks still felt like they hurt. <laughs> uh, I, I was at my house <laughs> and I was watching it with my wife and I was just sitting there grabbing am like Jesus, he's just doing it and it hurts so... And you could see it because when it's all said and done, Carter stood up and there was just welts, like on oh, yeah. his back, on his chest, like, and you're sitting there going, like, "Fuck, man, I get it. You haven't been out. You haven't been wrestling consistently. But geez, did you have to save every <laughs> kick for the last seven months and you did today?"
1: Well, it's on eye-per-view, so the people at home gotta hear it, right? True. They gotta hear it through their internet. Yeah, but you know what? You could, you can do what WWE
0: <laughs> yeah. does, right? Put like twelve mics under the ring to really give it. Oh that yeah, time. you could do that, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're but right. you didn't have to oversell it. Okay, Alex. You didn't have to oversell it. All right. You didn't have to make it so damn perfect. You could have stepped it down a little bit.
1: <laughs> okay. I will next time.
0: No, don't don't do that for me because then everyone will say, "Oh, okay, look, no, look, look," at, he half-assed it because <laughs> fucking George said that to pull it back a little. Don't do that. Don't. No. Now, now you're putting it on me, and I don't want. All
1: to. right. I won't put it on you.
0: That's right. Put it on. Put it on that, your dog. Hey, your dog told you to, to scale it back a little bit. Uh, he's being good right now. So we're gonna, gonna, gonna leave him alone. Shh, shh. Yeah, on. we'll leave him alone. So out of, out of the five <laughs> or six performances that you've had, and like I said, I've already put my stamp on what I consider to be your best performance. Actually, I consider it to be a match of 2020. And I would uh, have anybody attest me because the great thing about it being my show is that my opinion 95% of the time is always right. So I don't give a shit what anybody else says. Yeah. That's the great part about it. <laughs> yeah. But um, what would you say out of these sporadic performances that you've had during the pandemic, what would you say is is one of the strongest ones that you have? Would you agree with me on the recent match with Carter? Or is there another one that maybe stands out just a little bit more for you?
1: Uh oof, that's tough. I asked the question. Honestly, the five or the, yeah, no, the five or six I've had, I've been extremely happy with. Um, but I wouldn't say the Mason one, and that's not nothing against Mason or or the match that we had because I I was a big fan of it. Um, but I think it was. Um, Yeah, I probably would say it was the one in the summer against Von Vertigo. Uh, I think because there was a lot of aspects that went into that, and uh, that was the first one back for me uh, as well. Like uh, at the beginning, he cut a great promo. Uh, I responded with a promo as well. And promos have been something for NSW as their champion that I want to consistently do every show, uh, especially with the IP reviews, I feel like. Um, it's even more intriguing for people to purchase an ip review if everyone's doing uh promos for their matches and things like that so um i think the promos going into it were great and then the match that we actually had was really good for like all everything considered you know i was the first outdoor show i've done probably since i started wrestling um and me and vaughn we have good chemistry in there we've wrestled a couple times and we told a great story and and I thought it was great, so I yeah, think no, that one probably sticks out.
0: Yeah, no, you I think
1: that one sticks out.
0: You're right. You guys did tell a great story. There's actually a great clip on the internet of him kneeing you right in the face, and he actually slows it down. Yeah, right as the knee makes. Yeah. Out. <laughs> and yeah. Oh yeah. It it looks just as painful as I'm assuming that it felt, and that's and that's <laughs> the great, and that's that's what I, I love about COVID too. Is like I said, it's like because you guys are wrestling so sporadically now, you save it and you really you really make that extra mm, when it needs to right yeah
1: (laughs) yeah that's hey that's fair yeah for sure so
0: during the pandemic though you've said you've watched and you studied your own tape you've gone back and you've and you've tweaked the things that you wanted to tweak what were some of those things that you wanted to tweak because as i could say your your kicks were, were dynamite your um uh your charisma in the ring is, is no joke. You're one of the best to do it. Uh, heel or face, you can turn it on. I do prefer you more as a heel just because I love when people shit talk everybody. It's the funnest part of wrestling for me. Um, uh, not yeah. to say you're not not great as a face, but when you're a heel, it just adds a little bit. Especially the times I've seen you across body and you, you like I said, you come up with the Gino Bambino music and I just, I fucking <laughs> love it. I love it, I really do. But what are the, some of the things that you were focusing on the most? Was it your conditioning? Was it your striking ability? Was it maybe adding some new moves to your repertoire? Or was it working on your promo skills?
1: Um. Uh, I, the promo is definitely uh, a small one right now for me. Uh, but the main thing that you're asking and the main question, uh, your answer to your question would be a uh, storytelling. So for me, I think, As a face, it's easy for me to get away with the storytelling as a face um, because it's always similar to the, you know, I let the the heel control the pace of the match and I am usually that baby face underdog style that I work and I have worked for so long, but as a heel, I I feel that I um, haven't been focusing too much on the storytelling and uh, pulling the emotion out of the matches that I need to. Uh, So when i watch my stuff back and and when i watch other stuff i i'm just kind of putting everything together and making sense of what i can do better for storytelling um on my end of being healed so rather than just always doing that you know oh baby face come up for someone that i'm wrestling I, i try to think of a different story and tell something totally different
0: no, I, I think I think that's uh, again your 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 fluidity and your answers are just making this interview so seamless. It's almost to the point where I could probably <laughs> leave and you can just finish the rest of the interview. Um, and I, I agree with that. But the one thing I got to ask is the personal life of stuff. Being more having more free time, yeah. uh, also being you know recently married. You're only in your first or second year of that. So what's yeah. What's been? I mean, I'm sure she's glad to have you home every weekend, because now she can uh, yeah. she can get you to do all the little things that you never really had time to do, right? <laughs> oh, you
1: know, hang a picture yeah, here, yeah, yeah. you know. I do, do them anyway. I do them. I do them anyway. Okay. I'm, I'm not, you know, tweeting my own horn here, but I'm like a little OCD when it comes to cleaning. So I'm always cleaning the house for some reason. I don't do it because I'm told. I do it because I want to, and I throw in the headphones and listen to couple podcasts and i'm like cleaning away like a, a maid over here <laughs> and you
0: obviously straight talk wrestling is on your playlist
1: right absolutely <laughs> <did>. <laughs> look at the look at the eyebrow he gives me he's testing me yeah yeah i know i listen i think honestly 2020 has been the year of me discovering podcasts i i've never listened to more podcasts in my life i'm not I shouldn't say I'm not a huge music guy. Like I'll listen to music uh, depending on what I'm doing. But for the most part, I listen to like three, four podcasts in a day sometimes if I'm not working. So
0: nice. Okay. So, I mean, I I, personally, I don't care if I'm on your list or not. If I am, I appreciate the listenership. But what, what have you recently discovered?
1: Um, a lot of, a lot of comedy podcasts, honestly, I was, I'm never like, um, Scotty O'Shea, is a big um comedy guy. And it's funny because our story, I'm sure you've heard it, is when we became friends early on, and still to this day, we're very different people, but we're best of friends. And when it comes to just thinking on the same wavelength, we're always there. But when it's, when it's talking about um liking things and it's it's always different. So um uh, he's always been into comedy. I've never been into stand up comedy. I enjoy comedy flicks you know what I mean I'll watch movies that are that are comedy and I'll I'll enjoy them but like stand-up has never been my thing so I didn't know a lot of these comedians and then I started to follow them a little bit on uh, the social media and then I found out they had podcasts and then it's more of like the guests that they have that get me get me intrigued and then hearing them so yeah so there's been a couple funny ones like I don't. I don't. I can list off a couple comedians I listen to, but I'm sure no one's really that interested.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. Listen, this is a whole episode about you, man. If I we're we're highlighting oh, yeah. you what you're listening to, so if you l- l- listen, sure. it's not the people don't come to the show for me. Okay, I know this is not what they want to see. I know this, and I've accepted it, and I'm okay with it. In my heart <laughs> of hearts, I know I have a voice and a face built for radio. But in the age of the internet, you have to do these vidcasts. So people, whether people like it or not, for at least 22 minutes of a 44-minute episode, they're going to see my face.
1: But for the other okay, 22 minutes, an... we're
0: going to highlight you. So what comedians uh, are you listening to?
1: Okay, so I'll give you my, uh, I think my, yeah, my top three, I guess. Perfect. 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 <laughs> so obviously, obviously, um, my top three. Uh, the Pete and Sebastian show, which is uh, Pete Corielli, who's a comedian writer, and Sebastian Maniscalco, obviously, uh, the Italian tie there, right? Um, then, second would be um, uh, Tiger Belly, which is Bobby Lee and his uh, girlfriend. Bobby Lee's a funny comedian from Mad TV back in the day, also on a ton of movies. And number one would probably be at, have to be Wrestling with Myself with Scotty O'Shea, the biggest comedian of all.
0: Nah. <laughs> and you know what? Two out of those three are on my list, but I'm gonna to have to go back and check out the Pete and Sebastian show for sure. But I, I'm right there with yeah, him, you, Tiger Belly, and Scotty O'Shea is a former guest of mine. Great dude, and I, I had him when I had him on the show. Uh, that was a big one for me because, uh, like, I've been listening to his podcasts before I thought, hey, I could do that too. So yeah, yeah, you know it was it's great. It's great. It was great, and I mean, obviously, a couple other honorable mentions for me would be um, uh, Holden Albright Show. I think his podcast is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, shooting up north, Alliance Pro, Lewis Carlin, he's amazing. Oh, i never talks. heard that. Gillamy talks. He's another Ontario indie podcaster. Scumbags of Wrestling, Knights of the Squared Circle. Uh, so many great podcasts from Ontario that you can check out. Obviously, okay, sweet. Obviously, before you check out any of those. Straight Talk Wrestling should be the one you check out the most. I
1: already got it on my list. I just got to click play stuff. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Okay. okay.
0: All right. All right. Have you, Has there been an episode that you've listened to recently of my show, or did you just listen to your own and say, okay, this is cool? I'm done.
1: No, actually, I actually checked out. Um, well, you know what? Actually, I check out a lot of your daughter's stuff. The mini host. I always awesome. watch the five questions. I always watch the five questions. Uh, I saw the recent one, I think it was Fuerza, uh, but I, the recent interview I saw you do actually was, uh, I think it was uh, Bianca, right? Is yep, it? yep. Yeah, so yeah, Santino's, yeah, I saw that one actually, a little bit of that one, but I, I'm always a, I'm a, I'm a subscriber of the five questions, that's for sure.
0: Perfect, we appreciate the love, yeah. we appreciate the love, well after we wrap up this interview, i will have to get you, we'll have to schedule a five questions, because I know she would love to do a five questions.
1: Oh, please. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, she's the future of the show. She is. She's a lot cuter than oh, me. Oh, I know. And she asks the tough questions. She asks tougher questions than I do. This is. Oh, I know.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. You taught her well. She's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna. She's gonna. She's gonna be better than you one day. I'm sorry to tell you.
0: And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that.
1: Listen, <laughs> no, I know I can't. Oh, kidding. speaking of the
0: devil, look who's here. She's. She's actually. She's creeped in and she's watching the interview. Oh right yeah, now. get her on for the sure. screen.
1: Hi. <laughs> How you doing?
0: I'm good. How
1: are you? Good. You got to get me on your show. I
0: will.
1: <laughs> so we'll. we'll all say, right.
0: Sounds you know, good. When this interview's done, uh, if you want to hang around for a few minutes, we could even do it right now. If you're game. Ah, sounds good. All right. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So give us another 15 minutes or so when they come back down. Then do your research. It's all <laughs> Ask me
1: anything. Ask, ask me him anything.
0: anything. Ask him your your food questions and all that kind of stuff. He'd love it. Right. Ask you. Ask him the if food questions.
1: Is she? Sorry. Sure. If she needs more time, we can give more time. Yeah. Okay.
0: So then we'll schedule maybe for next week. Okay. Okay. All right. She's uh, sounds good. She got a sigh of relief now. She's more stoked. Yeah. I'm keeping this in the interview. I don't want to drop it.
1: Hey, I want full authentic five questions. Okay. I don't want to pressure into anything. All right.
0: All right. I'm sorry. That was my fault. I apologize to everyone watching. I apologize to Del Bruno. I apologize to many hosts. I'm just gonna leave. Okay. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I'm just gonna. All right, so we'll definitely schedule that in for sure. She would love to have you, and thank you Please. for that. Um, no So worries. back to what else I was gonna, what else I was gonna say is, it, it, and the other things you've been doing, like you said, you're a, a clean, you've been cleaning. You're OCD with that. You don't need to be told to do that. Um, if Backyard yeah. Pro ever comes back, I think your next character in the show should be a spinoff of Danny Tanner.
1: Wow! Right, that's big. I wasn't a big Danny Tanner guy, but I'll, I'll do some research. I mean, I just I was I was kind of you know forced into the Alex Scott thing because everyone tells me I look like the Property Brothers. I can't go anywhere without anybody you, telling me differently.
0: You,
1: you, you I thought you I, were I'll, a Property I'll Brother. At, <laughs> I'll be at work and I've had people come come and take photos of me saying I'm <laughs> the, I'm the third Property Brother, and I'm like, all right, cool, man. I wish I had as much money as they did, but. <laughs> listen
0: during the pandemic since we have a lot of time in our hands go back and watch full house and then you and i could pitch an idea to Vaughn. i got it in my head we'll call ourselves Devon, joey okay. and danny the tag team i could be joey gladstone he was a little bit of a heavier guy you could be danny tanner yeah, i
1: love this idea
0: i could take one face kick one super kick to the face and be out for the whole match and then it would be a two-on-one handicap match It'd be amazing because i have no wrestling I lo- training i before. love
1: that idea you come in for the finish
0: there you go. Perfect. Vaughn, if you're watching, perfect. I hope you are, you need to set this up. I will gladly be in season two. I can cut the greatest Let's Joey Gladstone promo. I still have Hawaiian shirts upstairs. I can do it. Oh, I can do perfect. it. Perfect. Perfect. Right. I'm glad that, okay. So the, there's a new tag team right there. Del Bruno and George. I'm into it. Joey Gladstone and Danny Tanner. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Alex Tanner and George Gladstone. That's just, it's it rolls our- right off the tongue
1: what's the tag name something else
0: yeah we're gonna have to oh cleaning house what cleaning house cleaning house oh my god i just blew my own mind tag name that's
1: That's our tag name Perfect, perfect that's our tag name um cleaning house
0: cleaning house so have you been other than podcasting and that kind of stuff have you been doing anything else have you been maybe learning any new things have you been learning new recipes, maybe getting into new shows, maybe reading some great books. Like what, you've had so much time on your hands and, and that's what I've done in this In this time. Period. <laughs> I've, I've tried to really um, read a little bit more. I've also, um, I bought myself an Xbox Series X. So I've been playing a lot more, you know, 4K video games which are amazing um, just to watch. Yeah. It's been, it's beautiful. I get a tear in my eye every time I turn it on. I'm like, I love you so much. Look at you, you're great.
1: But what, what
0: else have you been doing?
1: with um, time? Well, recently I, ha- I got a second job, which is essential. So I'm, I'm able to work. So it's, it's nice to have that. Um, but when I'm not, it's yeah, I've been honestly uh, like you mentioned, actually, I've been, I've been trying my hand in some recipes, you know, don't call me um, Alex Oliver or anything, but I- I'm getting there. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm working on some recipes over here. I'm not a baker. I'm a cooker. Okay, I only cook. Okay. I will never bake a thing. Okay. <laughs> so I've been learning some stuff, and uh, you know, obviously, like everyone else, I've been watching a lot of shows and a lot of movies that I wanted to catch up on. Um, but for the most part, I, I'm I'm always watching wrestling. If you if you were ever to see my hard drive, my external hard drive, it is filled with updated wrestling that i've been able to update during the pandemic uh and probably over like seven thousand single matches and and who knows how many shows it's just a lot of stuff so i i love just you know one day throw on a different match that i haven't seen in probably 10 years and, and there's always something i pick up quickly from it and and I'm i'm enjoying my time to watch the wrestling
0: Yeah, I, me too. I've been going back through like the decades through like the archives, if you will. And I've just literally for the last little bit, I've been focusing all on like 93. I've gone back and I've watched classic WCW pay-per-views from 93, like Halloween Havoc. I've watched Survivor series from 93, which was so great. Um, what I love about the nineties, I don't give a fuck what anybody says, man, is the mullet. I love seeing the evolution (laughs) of the mullet. Okay. And the best mullet in the business to this day, hands down, barry horowitz barry horowitz's mullet was on fucking point
1: yep it true sure was he had, yeah that era is yeah yeah that era is ahead. that that era is solid no I, I that is something that i haven't gotten back to watch i'm watching a lot of i'd say oh five stuff like indie stuff yeah. when it was like really you know must watch stuff um so that for me was my favorite era. So 05 to like 08, 07. So I've been catching up on that stuff, but yeah, the network stuff is all also great. I just haven't had some time to sit back and watch that stuff.
0: I don't watch any of the current stuff on the network because I'm not a fan of the the modern day product. I just, I find the oh, Thunderdome. No. no, the Thunderdome hurts my eyes. And I've said this a few times. Yeah. There's a lot of light going on there and it's hard to, it's hard to watch NXT. I can watch because the, it's spread out a little bit more. But yeah. the Thunderdome is just an oversaturation of, of lights. And then, like, the people oh. on screen, like, the cue times are all wrong. You know there's somebody going, okay, go like this. oh, go I go know. like this. And, like, I, I remember watching one – and there was one time I was watching a smackdown. And there was this dude in the corner. And I kept focusing on him because the whole time he had his finger, like, right up his nose, bro. He was just going to town. And I'm like, this is a train wreck, but I can't look away. I got to see how much yeah. further – how many more knuckles he can get up that bad boy, man? Because he was like, he was two knuckles deep in his right nostril. He was <laughs> gone. And it's just no, like, when how I say network. Oh man, how do these jokers get on screen? I don't get it.
1: I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. I don't think I don't think they care. I think there's no just screening process. Put people on there. Yeah, yeah, they just
0: want butts in the seats. And I, I get the reason why you gotta have that crowd reaction, but at least try to make the timings perfect. Have it be authentic or at least let people do it themselves. You don't have to control every aspect of your show. You can let it loosen a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But there's been been a great percolation of things. Like, I mean, uh, Impact is doing amazing things. AEW, AEW Dark. I actually, I'm not gonna lie, I prefer Dark more than I do uh, Dynamite. And the only reason why is- Oh yeah? Well, yeah, because Dark features a lot more indie wrestlers. And it gives a lot more yeah. indie spotlight which, spotlights, which I I love,
1: I love. Yeah, I know. I, I do enjoy darker actually sometimes, especially like because they like put on. They don't just give indie guys shots. They also put like the the more experienced guys that they have signed and they wrestle them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not usually just indie guy versus indie guy, which is whatever to the to the viewers. That's just like another indie match. They put it. AEW talent versus indie guy. So uh, I really enjoy Dark as, as well, seeing that with some stuff like, you know, I'll see Seidel on there, Christopher Daniels, like stuff like that. Evans, like those are some, some cool like mix-up matches that I like to see.
0: Exactly. And, and now there's this whole percolation of this intertwining of the companies. AEW and Impact, they got a partnership going. New Japan is trying to finalize deals with both AEW and Impact. So, like you said, man, it, at the beginning of the interview, this is a great time to be a wrestling fan because now we're literally getting to see all those potential dream matches. Like Kenny Omega, when this drops, Kenny Omega will have appeared on Impact TV. He's appearing on Impact TV this Tuesday with the AEW. Yeah, team. it's crazy. It's it's a yeah, crazy, it's crazy time to be a
1: fan. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's probably the Best time they could have done it because knowing that everyone's still in quarantine, like they're kind of doing a favor to every wrestling fan. You know, if there was still fans, you, you'd you'd almost think that it wouldn't happen because you know everyone's doing well, everyone's got their own crowds, everyone's still business is booming as it is. I'm not saying it it's not today, but I'm just saying it's a little bit cooler to see it happen now because just like what happened last week a lot more surprises can happen and nobody knows
0: exactly and that's do you the- know what i mean yeah, so I
1: as a fan it's very must watch tv like you got to tune in to whatever product you like because you never know what's gonna happen because nobody is leaking anything
0: it's all hush hush now it's all because if somebody leaks yeah. something then it's all that it's all it all gets fucked up and they can't afford right now yeah. to have anything get fucked up I mean, and they're even revamping characters that I said should have been revamped years ago. You go back and listen to the archives. I bitched and complained about Roman Reigns to no end. I hated him as a face. Yeah, was the stupidest thing walking. And now, as and I, I said it years ago. I said it two years ago. I said they should make him not talk, put him with Paul Heyman, and make him some kind of chief. And what happened? He's not talking. He's with Paul Heyman, and he's a fucking tribal chief. I called that shit two years ago. Who's, go back.
1: Who's subscribed to your channel that we don't know? i don't know i don't know there was always Someone in the early office. stages Someone the conspiracy
0: theory for a second in the early stages of straight talk wrestling we always used to when I had my former co-host with me there was always this one hit in connecticut and i never understood why and now all of a sudden <laughs> things are happening that's it that's and the connecticut it. the connecticut hit is still there i get always one hit in fucking connecticut so somebody's watching vince is watching i would
1: do that if I would do that. If I was a writer, I'd be like, I'm going to go listen to someone's podcast. That's not like, that's, you know, in Ontario or another country, I'm going to go listen. I'm going to steal their ideas and then just make it like they're mine.
0: (laughs) When I find that son of a bitch in Connecticut, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. I swear to God. No, I probably won't. won't.
1: I'm lazy like that. I'll
0: forget about it in a couple of weeks. I don't forget it. Um, Would you be interested in playing a game with me? A game? Yeah, a game. I got a game, I think, sure. that you, you and I. Okay, so it's very simple. It's just, uh, what do you prefer? I'm going to throw in two too. choices, okay? Oh, okay. And you tell me, you know, this over this. So uh, I'll make the first one a practice question. It's easy. You're Italian. This one will be kind of hard for you, though. Okay. Salami or mortetella? Salami. Okay, it wasn't that. Okay, so that's that's the idea of the game, okay? <laughs> that's, that's very simple, okay? <laughs> yeah. um, uh Wendy's or McDonald's? McDonald's really I thought you were gonna say Wendy's I'm a Wendy's guy I am 100% I really, really? Am. the junior bacon cheeseburger oh, is no joke
1: man okay no, <laughs> joke. no I didn't say it was a joke but it, I just think McDonald's is on another level
0: Another okay, that's fair enough. It's teaching wrong. all yeah. right you're you're a you're, a, you're a, I mean, you're Italian. so homemade pizza always is number one for us. But if you do if you're feeling kind of lazy one night and you have to get takeout pizza, there's a lot of options, but I'm only gonna throw out two of my personal favorites. and I'm gonna see you may you may say neither. And if you say neither, I, I'm okay with that because I know you've had much like myself, you've had homemade authentic pizza and no takeout okay. place can compare. but but Domino's pizza. Or pizza
1: pizza. I'm gonna say dominoes, but I need to say something behind it. This might be shocking. This might even be the title of the the podcast. No. I don't like pizza. Shut the fuck what? <laughs> what? and that's a fact. I, I'm one I'm probably yeah, I don't like pizza. I'm one of those guys. I shouldn't say one of those guys because I don't know a lot of people that don't like pizza. Um, Probably the only guy that doesn't enjoy pizza. And uh, because my dad would order pizza like literally two to three times a week when I was a kid. Every week. And I got sick of it. Yes, authentic Italian pizza is good, but I can't eat a lot of that either. Um, Roma pizza, if you ever had it, I'm addicted to but that's just people don't call it a pizza because it's just sauce. But it's it's um <laughs> it's made in yeah. There's a bakery in Hamilton. It's called Roma Pizza Bakery, and uh, Hacker obviously hates that place. But that aside, I'm not a pizza guy. I'm not a pizza guy at all. I don't like it. If it's the last thing I'm gonna order for a cheat day or terrible food, it will be the last thing. And if I'm forced to order pizza, the only single piece I'll order is Domino's. Okay. I understand. No, I can, long I, answer. I, long answer. But that's the story behind it.
0: And I can appreciate that too. When I was a kid, my my mom used to make pasta because my dad, you know, my mom worked nights at the time. So my mom would make the pasta the day before and be like, okay, just heat it up for the kids. And I had a lot of heat yeah. up, like reheated spaghetti, reheated raggatoni and stuff like that. And it was still great because my mom made it. But after a while you get sick. And even when my wife makes pasta, like she'd be like, oh, baby, I was going to make spaghetti and meatballs. Okay, I'll just have the meatballs. Just make me meatballs. I'll have a meatball sandwich. Like, you know? So what about yeah. the pasta? Like, yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah, you, you get kind of sick of it after you, a while. Like, so, too much is too much.
0: Yeah, You've made a shocking revelation on the show, and I appreciate your honesty. But uh, I never would have thought that. But now I get it. I understand. Now, this this next one, because I have two more of these. I usually do five yeah, give to me but I only have two more. This one, I got to change up because I already know your original answer from the burger question, so I can't make it the coffee question either. So coffee, when and if you do drink coffee, I now have to say Tim Hortons <laughs> or Starbucks. I can't say McDonald's because then I am already already think I know your answer. But so Tim Hortons or
1: Starbucks? No? no? Uh, t- Tim Hortons. Okay, okay. Yeah, McDonald's isn't even in the... McDonald's isn't even in the... In the running. I've had it maybe. It's not even in the running now. sure
0: <laughs> i guess McDonald's, well i'm sorry to me that I'll, I'll just shut up and i actually prefer mcdonald's over tim hortons i do i do
1: that, that's what a lot of people say but i've had it once so i shouldn't I, I can't give a real answer i can't pick mcdonald's if if it's you know what i mean so right. i've had both starbucks McTim's, and i'll stick to tim's all
0: right, and then uh i gotta throw out ice cream because you know the summer we're hoping that the summer 2021 comes around the corner we get back to normal i gotta throw out ice cream so uh dairy queen blizzards or baskin robbins with the 31 flavors
1: dairy queen blizzards all right what's your all-time favorite blizzard well, just give me an oreo double toppings i'm good to go there it is there it is a man after
0: my own heart we're developing more of a bromance as these conversations continue. I tell you that. Oh,
1: yeah. We are. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And um,
0: since this is, you know, uh, technically when this drops, it'll be 2021. So Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. I hope everything hey. for the holidays
1: was great. Happy New Year. Bon Natale. For sure. Enjoy. Uh, hope you enjoyed. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hopefully 2021, man. Fingers crossed that we, we, whatever we do, get through it or you know, greener pastures on the other side, that's for sure. So
0: I got to ask this question though, because this is kind of a hotbed topic. I don't know if you're very political or not, but the hotbed topic is now that a vaccine is rolling out and we try to Mm. i always try to keep straight talk wrestling lighthearted, but I feel that you can give me an honest answer on this one, since you revealed that you hate pizza, um, when the vaccine comes out, (laughs) when the vaccine comes out, um, will you, will you be taking it? I, I am kind of in the middle right now. I'm not sure what I'll be doing if it becomes yeah. available to me.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't know yet. Um, I don't think I wanna be the first to ever take it. That's for sure. Like the first, whatever it is, I, I don't really, I'm not very educated in all of this stuff yet, uh, but I would say the first wave of it or whoever takes it, I'm not waiting to see how they react to it or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, I, I wouldn't say, hey, I wanna be first. That's definitely, uh, that's why I'm more in the middle. But I would enjoy somebody live tweeting the vaccine or live videoing <laughs> the vaccine. No, I think that's the best way to do it. In they this, do that shit
0: with they d- have In babies. this day and
1: age? Yeah. In this day and age, I think we're gonna see it. We're gonna be like somebody be twitching uh, the live vaccine. <laughs> You'll see
0: a girl in like a corner with like her hair all down like the grudge and just like banging on the glass with her forehead just you know like it is (laughs) that's
1: exactly what we're gonna see i can't wait
0: i can't wait i I can't you know what live feed whoever is gonna do the vaccine please listen to us we know what we're talking about live feed it because we want to see it
1: live feed it we want to see it happen just like in the movies
0: well they live feeded a giraffe giving birth at toronto zoo fucking 73 hours before that poor giraffe finally gave birth like who would want a camera on them for 72 fucking hours you know what i mean and that stream got like three million hits though bro three million
1: hits oh it's gonna get hits it's gonna get hits that's for sure the yeah. vaccine stuff yeah that will be crazy
0: oh 100 so yeah
1: in the middle yeah perfect in the middle not perfect. sure
0: and, that, and that's a fair assessment. Well, I want you to go enjoy the rest of your su- Sunday. But before you go, please, if people are stupid enough to not be following you, where can they find you on the wonderful world of social media?
1: Yeah, follow um, DelBruno7 on Instagram and Twitter. That's usually where I am most of the time. I post pictures uh food a lot because i love trying out new restaurants that's probably one of the other things i should have mentioned that i like doing during this quarantine time and uh yeah you can find me on there follow all the promotions i work for because these guys are out here putting in the work behind the scenes making sure they're irrelevant you know so you got super kick you got nsw you got Crossbody, all these great promotions uh just working out really hard and follow any other independent wrestler that is you know trying to be creative through this difficult time. Well
0: said. You're a man, you're a man of of revelations and well spoken quotes. I appreciate that. And as always I'm a glutton for self promotion. So you can find me on the wonderful world of social media at straight talk wrestling at Instagram, Straight Talk Wrestling on Facebook, and underscore at straight talk on Twitter. And um if Dal Bruno doesn't follow me, that would be a great Christmas gift. Oh no. I just gotta, I gotta keep giving you the eyebrow because it's so much fun. <laughs> I love, this okay, love- The s- Rock,
1: he's he's running for the presidency. I can do it both he's sides for presidency. That's right. <laughs>
0: Listen, if The Rock runs for president, I don't give a fuck, I'm voting. I will, I will become an American citizen just to motherfucking vote, okay? All right? <laughs> I like that. I think a lot of people would. I would switch over. Like, dude, honestly, the American fucking voting, it's like must-see TV. I sit down with a bag of popcorn and I watch the shows, okay? <laughs>
1: I watch was it. wasn't very entertaining.
0: It is the train wreck of all train wrecks. Okay. When when Donald Trump says lies, Gina, I love it. I laugh my fucking ass off, dude. It is the greatest. And Alec Baldwin it's is pro
1: wrestling, it's pro wrestling 101. It it
0: some of the best promos ever.
1: Ever. Yeah, for sure. If you're for looking sure. to
0: up your promo skills, just watch Donald Trump talk a bunch of shit. It's genius.
1: It is. It is.
0: All right. And on that note, my brother, as always, thank you for coming back on the show. I appreciate you. Say hello to thank your you uh, grab wife, pet your dog for me, and
1: enjoy I will. the rest of I your will. day. I love it. I love it.
0: All right, brother. You take care.
1: Okay. All right. God bless. Take care.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode
1: on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com.